Life Audio. Hello. Welcome to Your Daily Bible Verse, the podcast that examines one verse each day to learn more about God and His will for our lives. I'm your host, Kyle Norman. After a brief message from one of our sponsors, we will read today's Bible verse. Hi, I'm Rebecca Scott. As a servant of God, wife, and mother of four, I understand the juggle of multiple roles and stages. That's why I created the Encourager podcast, to help guide us through the messy middle stage of life. Join me on the Encourager as we challenge the chaos and embrace harmony. Together, we'll create practical systems to balance your roles and fulfill priorities. And we will do it while having joy and energy for both home and work life. Tune in for inspiring stories and interviews, actionable tips, and methods to do both home and work life. Because here, we believe you can do all things, just not all at once. Hi, everyone. If you've been injured in an accident that was not your fault, listen up. We have legal professionals standing by to answer your questions for free. Call now and find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Call 800-497-4410. I'm here with spokesman John Wolfe. So, John, tell everyone listening who should call right now. Well, Maria, first off, thank you for having me here. It's always nice to answer the listeners' questions. Now, as far as who should call in, anyone who's been injured in an accident and think you deserve compensation, give us a call right now. 800-497-4410. You'll find out if you have a case and how much it's potentially worth. Thanks, John. You heard it, folks. Take advantage of this opportunity and call now. 800-497-4410. Advertisement sponsored by Legal Help Center may not be available in all states. Today's verse is found in Matthew chapter 18, verses 21 and 22. Peter came to Jesus and asked, Lord, how many times shall I forgive my brother or sister when they sin against me? Up to seven times? Jesus answered, I tell you not seven times, but seventy times seven times. Have you ever thought that forgiveness seems utterly ridiculous at times? Have you ever questioned if there is a limit to God's call to forgive one another? After all, when a brother or sister in the church or in our social circles, or in our family, sin against us. They can wound or hurt us quite deeply. Have you ever wondered if there is some way that we are to calculate if they are to be forgiven or if they deserve just to be forgotten? Surely there is a time when the call to forgiveness runs out, right? This is behind Peter's question. Jesus has just had a conversation with the disciples about what to do when a member of the church sins against them. And in that discussion, Jesus speaks about how we are to handle such situations with care and grace, and we are always called to seek to maintain our relationships. But in response to that high call, Peter asks Jesus a question that is quite understandable. So how many times? How many times do I need to forgive? In other words, what constitutes the fullness of forgiveness, and at what point can I legitimately withhold my forgiveness from another? 
Peter offers a suggestion that he thinks is quite astute. Is it seven times? Now we need to give Peter a little bit of credit here. Peter recognizes that Jesus has a higher standard than the Jewish law. Throughout the Old Testament, you see an articulation of forgiveness occurring three times. For example, in the prophet Amos, he declares to a wayward Israel, this is what the Lord says, for three sins of Damascus, even for four, I will not relent. For a wayward nation, it was understood that three sins was the limit of God's mercy. So the fact that Peter suggests seven means that he at least understands that Jesus extends the typical understanding of forgiveness. He doubles the number because he recognizes that Jesus doubles God's expression of grace and love in people's lives. But of course, he still thinks that forgiveness is somehow calculable. Jesus responds by saying, not seven times, Peter, but 70 times, seven times, which doesn't actually address the issue, does it? Is Jesus just moving the bar from seven to 490, thereby saying that forgiveness is still something we can calculate? Imagine if we lived this way. Imagine if we all had a notebook that we carried around where we wrote down who sinned against us and how many times we forgave them. Bill, 12 times. Loretta, 100 times. Our spouse, 399 times. Like, how would life look like if we lived that way? What community would be created? How could we ever establish meaningful relationships if we're always keeping around some sort of sin tally in our minds? In Paul's great chapter on love in 1 Corinthians 13, he reminds us that love keeps no record of wrong. The point is that we don't keep a tally on forgiveness, because this is how God moves towards us. That is the type of ridiculous mercy and love that Jesus shows us on the cross. Despite how big we might feel our sin tally is, and despite how many times we might feel that we have been at odds with God, God is always extending loving forgiveness towards us. The fact that sin is incalculable means that we can never calculate ourselves out of forgiveness, because forgiveness is based on God's grace. See, the question is not how many times do we forgive, but it is on what do we base our forgiveness. The answer to Peter's question is not actually a number. It's another question. How many times should I forgive a brother or sister who sins against me? Well, how many times has the Lord forgiven you? It is the height of spiritual arrogance to assume a posture that suggests that we deserve forgiveness and mercy in our lives, but somebody else doesn't. Forgiveness is ridiculous because it's not based on any sort of calculation or logical schema that we can subtly manipulate for our own benefit. No, forgiveness of another is based on ourselves accepting the free and unmerited forgiveness of God. If we recognize that Jesus doesn't have a list in which he tallies if we are worth forgiveness or not, then we free ourselves from the demand of maintaining other people's debts against us. If we refuse to forgive someone truly and authentically from our heart, 
then all that we do is condemn ourselves. Withholding forgiveness or holding grudges, it eats away at us, and it begins to destroy our spiritual vitality, because unforgiveness gives space in our spirit to something with the sole design of expressing bitterness and negativity. It's like drinking poison hoping that another person will die. It only destroys ourselves. Yes, it's true. Forgiveness at times seems ridiculous. But that doesn't mean it's not worthwhile. When a brother or sister sins against us, forgiveness unites us to the Spirit of God in whom we find our life and our healing. Your Daily Bible Verse is a production of Life Audio and Salem Media. If you liked what you heard today, please take a second to rate and review this podcast in your favorite podcast app so that more listeners like you can find the show. For more faith-filled, inspirational podcasts, visit us at lifeaudio.com. Hey everybody, I'm Dale. And I'm Tamara. We're hosts of the Kainos Project podcast. Where we help you tackle ancient Christian truths in everyday settings. To learn more and subscribe, go to lifeaudio.com.